Welcome to Let Parents Decide That, episode 31, the show where we discuss lockdown lunacy, protecting parental rights, and how to fight fear with strength and logic. On this episode, we cover the results of a local mask study, cases rising in California, a local business says F the 4th of July, DeSantis versus Newsom, and unknown rising to the top of a, ca- of a cause of death chart. Join us. The fight starts now. It's ominous. Unknown. Unknown. That story is crazy. That story is very crazy, and we're going to get to that in one second. But first, this I saw this story, and I was waiting. I've been waiting for the results of this study because beginning of last school year, and just to set the stage for all the people that haven't followed us religiously. you know, there's the whole debate about whether or not to mandate masks in school last school year. Yeah. And in Moorhead, they decided six days before school to just um, emotionally manipulate everyone yeah. into requiring masks. So that sucked. That's where my kids go. And then in Fargo, in West Fargo, Fargo chose to mandate. West Fargo did not. And they're about the same size, same number of students. Yeah, very, very similar. similar. Similar, demographic. Similar demographic, similar environment, a lot of intermingling um, between the two towns. Yes, the community is literally the same exact yeah. community. You do all your shopping yeah. and all of your activities in the same area. The dividing line is in just an invisible line in the road. So it was a natural, very natural uh, control and experiment group. Yes. Um, you know, mixed together um, in a natural environment. So it made them for the perfect kind of uh, study to happen. And I'm glad that somebody's actually publishing this. Yes. Now, and let know. me tell a little background on this too. Yeah, okay. So when we, sh- when we show this, um, one of the names on this study, Shannon Hike, she's a local West is, Fargo yeah. mother and she is very science minded and she, um, she actually works in mental health and she had reached out to Tracy Hogue, who's also on the study, be- on Twitter. Yep. She found her on Twitter and she reached out and just said, hey, this would be a really great for a case study. Mm-hmm. And that's how this happened, you guys. Yeah, that awesome. is so amazing. I'm so proud of her. So just to really quickly, uh, obviously, I'm going to post the link in the show notes. You can read all the data, all their methodology and everything else if you you know need to be reassured that they did things properly. But basically, I'll just read their the abstract, which kind of gives their conclusion and their methodology all in one paragraph. So it yes. says, there's con- still considerable debate about whether mask mandates in the K-12 schools limit transmission of SARS-CoV-2 in children attending school. Randomized data about the effectiveness of mask mandates in children is still entirely lacking. Our study took advantage of a unique natural experiment of two adjacent K-12 school districts in Fargo, North Dakota, one which had a mask mandate and one which did not in the fall of the 21-22 academic year. In the winter, both districts adopted a masks optional policy allowing for a partial crossover study design, meaning there was mandated in one for half the year not mandated and then they both went optional yep. so it w- allowed to see what happened when that changed as well um, back to their abstract here it says we observed no significant difference between student case rates while the districts had differing, differing masking policies nor while they had the same mask policies the IRRs and I assume that means infection rate something um, the IRRs across two periods were not were also not significantly different. Our findings contribute to a growing body of literature which suggests school-based mask mandates have limited to no impact on the case rates of COVID-19 among K-12 students. Yes. That gives <sighs> me the chills when you read that. I am just like... There it is in print. Yeah. And... These are our numbers, people. I remember... Um, you know, back, especially in Moorhead, okay, that the largest attended school board meeting was the one where they they brought up the freaking masks and yeah. laid down the mandate, and people were pissed. Yeah. Right? And because, so. because they instinctively knew this was the case. Now, And the, the other side couldn't prove that this wasn't the case. Now, and this is the problem when you make decisions out of fear. Right. Because you just, you for one, you don't know for sure that the thing you're claiming to that's going to happen is even going to happen, which yeah. it did not. Yeah. 
across the board, it did not. It did not when Sturgis happened. It did not when states opened up in the South, when schools yep. opened. Uh, all these millions of different times yep. they thought there was going to be these super spreader events. Well, it turns out, you know, the most of the super spreader events were like Democratic fundraisers and, yeah. the, and, the, yeah, well, and the, things like that. The freest parts of our, of our nation did not see like just like massive no. kid deaths. You know, I mean, it was, it's been so frustrating that this has not been looked at like a personal medical decision exactly. this entire time. Because if you, again, and I will beat this drum till I freaking get put in the ground. Yeah, we're not going to let people forget this. No. That's why I'm even bringing this up now is because people, a lot of people say, ah, that was last year. Who cares? Well. You should know forever that they took your rights and you let them. Yeah, don't let them freaking get away with it again because guess what? This is going to happen again. We got a story coming up here how cases are rising in California again. And what a shocker. All those same thresholds that initiated these different mitigations are still in place. Mm-hmm. Those haven't gone away. A lot of these states have these emergency, you know, whatever they call well, it, we're emergency still, orders, you know. We're still having to wear these when we walk into our local clinic. Yeah, exactly. If you if you go exactly. in, you your kid's got an ear infection. He's got to strap a mask on. Why? You know, I remember um, taking pictures of the parole parental decision group at the that had a booth at the a table at the marathon mm-hmm. and they were cheering runners on and and just trying to get the word out and having signs like you know let parents decide and yeah. you know masks should be optional and it's a parent's choice all that stuff and runners were running by flipping them off yeah. booing just having full-on hatred not even for saying you know, not banning, trying to ban yeah, not masks. not even say take your mask off. Just saying. Don't I make w- me wear one. I want to, not even that, just I want to decide for myself mm-hmm. that it should be up to the family to decide. They were booing that and flipping that off and all angry. I mean, I, I want to hear from those idiots now. Yeah. Where's your apology? Where's, you know, where's the, oh, wow, we really, really got that one wrong, didn't we? Sorry, yeah. man. Sorry, I, I flipped off your wife. She was holding a. Sorry, I screamed obscenities yeah. at you yeah. and your kids while you were holding your signs for medical freedom on the freaking boulevard because when, that's what happened to us. We had people exactly. screaming ex- obscenities yeah. at us and our children while we were trying to say, hey, this is a parent's decision. When they all, every damn one of them got COVID after yeah. after they got their eight jabs or whatever they chose yep. to do and warm ass the entire time, they all freaking got COVID. So shut the hell up. You were wrong then. We, we all knew it. Um, and now that it's being proven in, in with uh, studies and literature and, and just this, everybody's coming around to having to admit this, yeah. they still will not admit that they were wrong. No. Uh, you know, and I understand. I mean, that's just not in, in anyone's nature. Were, so let's just not go back and talk about it. Let's just <laughs> yeah. gloss over it. Exactly. It's just yeah. so freaking annoying. Disgusting. So, you know, there's two reasons why we just harp on this crap. Number one is because... Uh, you don't get to just get away with that. No. Get away with treating my family like that, you know, shutting my business down, almost losing my job, you know, obscenities at my wife, just because she's holding a sign that says parents should be able to decide this for their own kids. You don't get to get away with that, number one, without any consequences. And number two, you don't get to do it again. Yeah. That's, you know, that's what's coming. And that's, if you try this crap again, (laughs) I mean, you know. There better be a mass like rising up there's going to be non-compliance like you've never seen and yeah. like i said i'm not i'm not threatening i'm not a violent person but i will not be doing it yeah that it's just that freaking simple you're not going to mask my kids again you're not going to jab anybody that doesn't want to get jabbed as long as i have anything to say about it well and there should be no discrimination between the two exactly. if you want to wear your freaking stupid mask that does yep. nothing except for grow a bunch of bacteria if you want to wear that for the rest of your life that's your choice. Yep. Go for it. But don't you dare try to take the choice away from anyone else. And you don't get to claim that it does a damn thing anymore. No. Or try That's to look gone. at somebody else wrong for not doing or it. That, or you don't get to shame me just because I choose not to believe in your exactly. same, same that, I, that I don't participate in your mental illness. Yeah. So that's done. So... Yeah. Okay. So enough about that. I'm just starting to get. Oh angry. man, I know my it. blood oh, but pressure's this, just help. rising. This will help calm you down. That pisses me off. Did even you more. see this freaking story? Oh my goodness, that is Did number you see this one story. Look e- at this. Oh my gosh, I can't even. I can't look at it because <laughs> even the CDC and all of these, all of these entities that are supposed to be like we're supposed to be bowing down to mm-hmm. them, right? Yeah. They advise against that. 
that kid can't take their own mask off. <laughs> okay, so for the audio listeners, we're looking at a picture snapped on a plane flight uh, somewhere in New Zealand domestically from Auckland to Wellington, it says, oh with a baby who has one of the disposable, like, you know, masks you'd find at, at the front desk somewhere with eye holes cut out. The baby's maybe six months old. <laughs> right. It's put over the baby's face with eye holes cut out. It's what? covering, the, the baby is so small that the mask's the mask covers three quarters of its face. What the hell are you doing, you idiots? Oh, my gosh. You're screwing this kid up big time. It says a photograph of a baby wearing a full face mask on Air New Zealand flight has gone viral and sparked an online debate. I mean, who would defend this? I want Even the most crazy liberal, would they defend this or would they even go, ah, that's, that's too far for even it me? It makes me so sick. Like, I'm just like, I'm... I've been... You were talking and I was just thinking of, like, mean things I would have said... If I would have saw that in person. Okay, now it says, uh, Jander Opperman clicked the photo and shared it on social media. He told the outlet that it was a super sweet interaction. The baby was full of joy, jumping around and giggling away. It it made the wait to get off the plane a bit more entertaining. So he's like, oh, no big deal. It's just Mm -hmm. fun. The kid loved it. Okay, some users found the image hilarious and compared it to popular horror film characters. Others said it was incredibly sad and claimed that it was an example of child abuse. That's the camp we fall into. Yep, that's what I would have been saying. It says, if I saw this on a flight, I'd remove the mask for her myself, wrote one user. It was dangerous to cover her their breathing holes like this. Yeah. I mean, it's just, first of all, it's useless. So the only thing you're doing is causing... Causing either obstruction of airflow. Yeah, you're either causing no nothing. You're doing nothing, or you're causing harm. But it's definitely not doing anything positive. Your baby's drooling all over that thing. You literally cut holes in it. You cut holes in it. It's not fitted properly to to her her face. I'm. And the way they try to explain this away, other commenters jokingly said the baby's fist raised fist was just to assure there's enough holes and gaps in the mask to breathe properly must be training as a superhero lol the world is not ready for super baby <laughs> they're just like hey, look it's at it's so cute funny. it's not freaking funny it's not funny this is abusive people um, need to wake up and that's that's honestly that's why we keep talking about this because there's still people like that yeah because they say it was a mix of having a laugh and trying her best to protect her child with the equipment available to her your child from what is does not need protection to protect it by their immune system yes naturally yes that's oh my god it's so ridiculous i mean it's just there's no need for that and it all it's going to do is cause the baby to be afraid to grow up and afraid um you know to jump at the sight of their own shadow that's what you're training them to be you can't trust anything like i guarantee that woman already had the vaccine in the baby Probably. So, yeah. I mean, well, six if it's months. Well, if it's one of the countries where they allow it. Yeah. This is New Zealand. I mean, remember, America's kind of unique in that, in the ability to vax the six-month-olds. In, yeah. Most of Europe and other countries just don't even, it's not even allowed. Thank so God. we're, you know, unique in that respect, which is uniquely stupid, in Yeah, my which is terrible. So, speaking of, uh, okay, the, the jabs, speaking of jabs, now, people... Are clamoring for the six to six month to five year old jabs. Now, just the regular adults, they're kind of getting wise to the fact that wait a minute, this jab I'm taking was written for like six variants ago. Yeah. Right. So it's it's and it wanes quickly, and it's not effective against the current variant, anyways. So finally, even the New York Times is realizing this, and it says updated COVID shots are coming. Will they be too late? Well, Will they be too late? Yes. Well, we've all already had it. Yeah. Well, but the problem is. If you have waning immunity and you took the, you know, all the different jabs that then that immunity that they provide immediately wanes, you're just going to keep catching it over and over again, especially as the virus well, mutates. Well, then you should have just gotten the good old natural immunity that we have. Best thing you could have done was get COVID initially yeah. and then have natural immunity. Our that's, immunity is strong. That like we showed, I was last week or the week before where we showed that member from, uh, what is it, 18 years ago, yep. the initial SARS-CoV-1. Yeah. They still, people who had that then still show immunity. And they're thinking that that's going to be lifelong. Exactly. Because it's so strong still 18 years later. Strong and broad. Yeah. So that's the problem with the jabs is they're narrow. Yeah. It doesn't cover the wide range. They're trying to target, they're trying to hit a moving target that moved on six months ago. It's like you take, like you put a bulb, uh, a bullseye on the wall, like you're throwing darts, right? And then you they blindfold you, and then uh, they move, 
they move the 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 dartboard, and then six months later they move it somewhere, and then six months later you go, okay, I'm ready, yeah. and then you throw the, your dart where you think it was. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. You're not hitting this target. You're no matter what, they're always chasing their tail. They're always going to be behind a couple variants. That's just how how the shit works. So don't think that the one that they develop next is going to be applicable to the variants that are going to be occurring at that point, right? I mean, they can't do it. You can't hit this moving target. So, you know, you're always going to be a couple variants behind. I Here's the other thing. They keep talking. Here's the end of this article. They keep talking about these ultra-contagious subvariants. <laughs> you guys, what they're not mentioning is that they're way less deadly. Yeah, it's almost like an inverse relationship. They're very between... mild. They're they're catchier yep. and they're less um because the virus's natural uh ability and the reason that it still exists and it's like survival instinct yeah. is that it doesn't want to kill its host. It no. wants to move on to the next host and replicate so it gets less deadly and more contagious. That's how its life It cycle. wants to keep spreading. Right. And yeah, like that's it's, its, you know, north star or whatever. That's its main you know, evolutionary goal is to replicate. Yeah. So it does that. And thank God, because that's what we want. We want it to, everyone to get it and no one to die from it. Yep. And that's basically where we're at. But for some reason, so Branch just, Covidians are so scared, they won't let go of the fact that it's not, you know, they think it's still just killing everyone that it touches. Yeah. Like, or that that's likely. Real. It's not likely at all. It's um, sad. It's so sad that they can't understand basic, even, and the, the worst thing is, brainwashed by is that the even two years of fear. medical professionals, you know, I've, oh, yeah. and, and when you've got doctors that like, won't just admit that that's what's happening, that's mm -hmm. what's happening. It's getting more contagious, less deadly. It's nothing to be afraid of at this point. So why are we... Why are we continuing on this path? And why mean, is any pediatrician recommending the jab at all? Absolutely. That you makes have no got sense. no, you've got to think that there's something something behind it <laughs> because otherwise there's no reason for this. Exactly. Yeah, it's either monetary incentive of some kind or just complete brainwashing that they're just fully bought in. Yeah. Or they they, they just want to, you know, go along to get along and preserve their career and and we're not willing to stick their neck out in any way yeah. and just tow the company line the whole way. Yeah. You know, that's I mean there's Which is sick. Well, because they see what happens, right? You see what happens to Peter McCullough and people like that that stick their necks out. Mm -hmm. They get uh, you know, completely canceled yep. uh, academically, professionally, every other way. And then next thing you know, you have to go on freaking GoFundMe or you have to go out and give speeches and hopefully achieve some type of internet popularity yeah. so you can have a life. Well, be brave. Exactly. But I mean, that's a hard thing to ask Ugh. of people that, you know, went to medical school for 10 years. You're 30, you're finally, you, you got about 500 grand in medical or in student loan debt. And now you're finally making good money. Too bad. And they're like, you know, and now, now you're supposed to stand up for, you know, for, what, the for, truth? Yeah, for I, kids not to die or to have long-term side effects. I'm just saying that's for, extremely hard to do. Yeah, it would be. But at the, same, at the same time, like, can you imagine the guilt? Can you imagine mm -hmm. the guilt would freaking eat me alive if I knew something was causing harm? Because I'm not even going to pretend that it might cause harm or whatever. These shots are causing harm. Or at least we, to the point where why would you, it's, it's, and it's not effective, so why would you recommend it based on that alone? Based on that alone. But how can, how can the truth not be just eating at, at them? And I'm not saying it to crap on the doctors that are recommending vaccines. I'm more pointing out the ones that have took a stand, how brave that was. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's incredibly dangerous. Yes. Um, and self-injurious. And thank God for them. Thank God for them, exactly. Thank God for them, because... Uh, I was just talking about this. Personally, I have now this is, you know, I don't have a huge platform or anything like that, but personally, we're on the internet. We're we're on the internet. This is huge. We did get kicked off of YouTube. <laughs> but man, I've got to say that when I started speaking my truth, right? When I started saying, "Hey, this is wrong." Like this this is wrong, you know? I had found so much more support than yeah. I, oh, yes, yeah. there was backlash. Yes, I had family members and I had friends that I'd known my whole life that they wanted to distance themselves, right? They don't, oh, let's not talk about that. Oh, <laughs> I don't really want to hang out anymore. Okay, 
you know what? That's fine. That's you. Yeah, there's but me, be a few. I'm I'm not stopping because I have found so much more support, and I have met people that. I've been able to gravitate towards other people that have the same values, the same beliefs, the same morals as me that are also willing to stand in their truth. Exactly. Like that's the whole reason for the show is not to convert anyone. No. Nope. I don't expect a branch covidian if you're wearing your mask, you know, on your bike. Outside. Uh, you know, you're probably, if you listen to like the show. Like Dr. Jessica <laughs> Rivera tells everyone to do. Yeah, you're just going to hate us if you listen to the show. Yeah. I don't expect to change any minds. This is to embolden like-minded people and make you realize you're not alone. No. And give you the strength to hopefully stand up if you already believe, as we do, uh, to stand up for what's what's right and to not tolerate any of this and be prepared to not comply the next time around. Absolutely. Like most of us did initially. Yeah. You know, when we were told to stay at home and our businesses were shut down when we were told to mask going yep. into these stores and all this crap. Don't be shamed into silence. No. Don't be fooled that any of this, listen, giving up your freedom and your liberty does not make anybody else safer. And I was that guy. In fact, like, it makes you, it makes you less safe. Exactly. And I was that guy that, you know, I don't want to yell at some minimum wage employee, mm -hmm. you know, who's telling me to mask, but now I might be that guy. Yeah. Like if I, if they start trying to mask up at stores again and I want to go into that store, I just keep smiling. Josh. I'm, I might be that guy, yeah. you know, who I did not want to be in the first place just because I've had it. I never had to yell. I just very, <laughs> Various smiling, no thank you, and just kept walking. <laughs> yeah, I'll try. I'll try to kill him with kindness yeah. first. That's that's always my first approach. Yep. Um, so let's look at this now. Speaking of the jabs for kids, now Alex Berenson always on top of this stuff. So he's basically saying, COVID shots for kids are for little kids are DOA. The fawning media coverage, notwithstanding, uptake has been pitifully low. Thank D God. Despite a massive media and government pressure campaign, American parents are overwhelmingly rejecting COVID vaccines for their young children. Oh my gosh. About one week after the shots became available, barely 1% of children under five have received mRNA jabs for COVID data from several states show. But New York is trying to make it mandatory to get into kindergarten. Oh my God. Did you see that? I did not. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me, and it just no. will contribute to the self-sorting of Americans exactly. between red and blue states. Yeah. It says here, notably, even in California, among the bluest states, only about 2% of kids under five have been jabbed. Well, that's double the national average, Yeah, but still, but still very small low. amount. Thank God. And it says demand is likely to be zero going forward because there's all this pent-up demand of people who want it, and then as soon as it's released, they go get it, and then it just trails off because everybody yep. that got it or that wanted it got it right away. Yep. So, you know, that's good. Um, so hopefully less kids will uh, be affected and just completely unnecessarily given this vaccine. So... Now here's but here's a problem. You know, you sell this propaganda out there. So here's CNN. It says CNN going to CNN. Yeah. So then they ask a question of this doctor. Let's start with your family. You have a four year old and a two year old. Have you gotten them vaccinated? Yes. And she says, Yes. I called my pediatrician's office as soon as the FDA authorized the vaccine to let them know I wanted my kids to get vaccinated at the earliest possibility. Uh, oh, my heart just sinks. And that's a doctor. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's that's what's going on there. Yeah, um, fully brainwa brainwashed, exactly. fully bought in. Now, you know, we talked about, now you've heard the, uh, what is that, mass hysteria, whatever. Mass formation psychosis. Yeah, mass formation psychosis as well. I saw this Dr. video. Dr. Jordan on, Peterson. Right. I saw this video on Twitter that kind of explains, and and. This is the whole go along to get along yeah. thing. Now, this is from a show. I think it was on ABC, like the What Would You Do show. Yeah. They put people kind of in awkward social situations mm -hmm. to see if you would do the right thing or not. Basically, like if you see somebody stealing, would you try to stop them? Yeah. See a kid get grabbed by somebody, would you jump in? That kind yeah. of stuff. So, anyways, they did this experiment where they put everybody in an elevator and they all had them face the back wall just to be. How embarrassing. Just to be weird, <laughs> right. right? In the blue t shirt, that is. Okay, so we'll just watch this. But okay, now there's one gal that's facing the normal way, like towards the front of the elevator. Everyone else gets in, faces the back wall, and she's kind of like, well, what's going on? You know, and I'll fast forward because it kind of takes a while. But, and then she kind of nonchalantly eventually spins, does a 45, and then she's kind of facing that way, like, because she just can't take being different. Yeah. And, you know, 
defying the crowd. It's only like 20 seconds in and it's already awkward for me to watch it. Even though she's doing the right thing. She's the one facing the normal direction. Yeah, the door, how you you get out. Yeah, when you enter an elevator, this is how you, what you're supposed to do. And now there she is. Now she's fully facing the back wall. She's completely caved to the, you know, social pressure around her. And that's how I view this. You know, like if you walk... Back when the, you know, it took a lot of balls to be the only one mm-hmm. in an environment without a mask. Yep. Right. It, when it was first going on and everybody was bought in, even conservatives were like, well, I'll just wear it because I don't want to cause any trouble mm-hmm. and I don't want to get any shit. I don't want to lose my job. I don't oh, wanna yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, I had to like mentally prep myself every time before I would go into the store. Yeah. And, you, and I like, I was fully like, nope, not happening, but it wasn't easy. No, I don't want to. still going to possibly get in a confrontation. Yeah. No, I don't want to. Or at um, least get dirty looks from people. Yeah. I don't want anybody to think that like I ever thought that it was like just go ahead and like no it it did it took some like mental prep and the problem is that people w- were judging you and they mm-hmm. were literally going that person's a bad person oh yeah they don't care about old people's safety they don't care about their family they don't care about my family yeah that's what they were thinking when they saw you definitely that's why I just had to have this smile like plastered on the whole time you <laughs> the whole time you're like in the story you just had to and see when when they implemented and that's it, awkward when they implemented it at my work <laughs> and I w- I just blew it off completely yeah I knew everybody was secretly jealous because <laughs> when it was optional like during last summer mm-hmm. no one wore one so no. I know okay I'm not dealing with any real zealots here this is all people that just do what's asked of them yeah they just com- do what they're told they do what they're told question. so I knew that they were all just secretly jealous if yeah. they even noticed. So it wasn't oh I'm a, sure they noticed oh they noticed yours yeah. was the only mouth I, they I saw was the only person they saw. <laughs> Yeah. But the reason I'm bringing this up is because this is the tool that will influence people to just go along to get along. And you have to prepare yourself to resist that. And don't think that it's not happening again or it won't happen again. Because do you think that coronavirus is just going to go away? No. No, it's not. And look here. Okay. Yeah, again. Here we are again. Super infectious. They're talking about how infectious it is, but they're not talking about how mild. Do this headline for our audio listeners. Super infectious, BA4, BA5, push LA coronavirus cases to highest levels in five months. Mm -hmm. Who cares? Now, again, that's a headline of an article, okay? So, of course, it's California, but listen to the language they use in this article. Um. Los Angeles County coronavirus cases hit its highest point in, look how many scare words they yeah. use. Highest point in nearly five months. A troubling sign of how two new super infectious Omicron strains are creating conditions for a fraught summer. That's all in one sentence. Yeah, that was all one thing. Like, you, gosh, is could this they repor- cram any more fear down your throat? Is this reporting? No. Or is this opinion? Oh, it's opinion. Because that is not reporting. They, no. they used emotional trigger fright words there. Yeah. I mean, it should have said, if you were going to do a true reporting case, it should have said the cases reached X amount of cases per 10,000. Which was a, which was a yeah. rise by whatever. That's all it should say. Yeah. It, but if you're saying highest, troubling, super infectious, fraught summer. Summer of death. <laughs> all, all in one sentence, you know, they use like four trigger scare words. Yeah. It, you know, I don't hilarious. think here's here's another thing. You guys, you're gonna have to put your um put your blinders on, right? Because what you just did there, Josh, is something that most people don't do. Most people read it and instantly those oh, words Oh crap. Yeah. Scary. Yep. But you have got you have got to when we start taking this information in right? Start like standing back a little bit from it and then skeptically judge it with a critical eye. Absolutely. You have to do that. Yep. You're going to have to like take yourself away a little bit, read things maybe more than once, but I guarantee that you're going to find that you'll, (laughs) you'll feel a lot better. Look how much projection and assuming they're doing as well. Mm -hmm. It says, okay, coronavirus case rates have also been increasing statewide with the San Francisco Bay Area reporting California's highest rate. Hospitalizations have also been creeping up, but hospitals haven't reported being overwhelmed. Still, okay, so that's good, right? Yep, don't that's af- good. Don't be afraid, but then look at the next sentence. Read that. Still, experts are concerned the next weeks could see more rapid spread that would put new pressures on the healthcare system. So now they're just completely guessing, assuming, and And they're trying to keep out. the fear. Yeah, so what yep. reason would you have to say that other than just to crank up the fear? We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. The fact that it's less 
deadly and more contagious does not predict that we're going to have more hospitalizations. Yeah. That, that In curve fact, has been going up slower and slower that with every wave. Yeah. Thank God. Just because they're figuring out more early treatments that's less deadly. Um, you know, all the different things that are happening, the natural evolution of the virus. Yeah, they've got their uh, ivermectin on standby, relabeled as Paxlovid now. <laughs> exactly. Jeez. So it says, uh, th this is funny too, because it says one of the biggest concerns about BA.4 and BA.5 is that people can get reinfected even after suffering from an earlier Omicron subvariant. So that's not even Delta or the OG or whatever other mm -hmm. freaking mm -hmm. variants there have been. They're saying you can get reinfected. This one is mod is, has uh, matriculated. What's the word? Changed. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Now my called. brain just. Not replicate, but. It morphed. morphed I don't know. <laughs> modified, adapted. People are screaming at their. <laughs> In their, <laughs> at their earbuds right now. Whatever. It, it oh, man. changed. What's the word? Freaking change, modified. Wrong. Uh. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> okay, it changed. Whatever. <laughs> changed. It m morphed so many, so many different ways that it's even different from Omicron. So even if you're vaxxed against Omicron or you have natural immunity with Omicron, it, it can freaking and reinfect you again. That's how quickly this happens. And that's how quickly it. I'm going to be stuck on it forever. I've been, oh man, it's like right in my brain. That's how quickly it morphs, modifies, changes, yeah. whatever. Okay, moving on. <laughs> so that's what's happening. Okay. Um, so when. That's going to be the title of this episode, is the name of what it's, okay. what it's doing. <laughs> so don't think for a second that they will not. You know, when the next variants come around and the cases rise in our local counties here, that they're not going to at least entertain the idea of, I mean, remember, just how many months ago did Moorhead have a freaking city council meeting yeah. where they put a mask on the freaking water tower, mm -hmm. redesigned their logo at, at county expense, yeah. and put forth the message that you're not kind unless you're masking up. Moorhead masks up, and they stopped just short of making it mandatory yeah. citywide mask mandate. That was... Well, that was the beginning was of the this summer. this year. Yeah, it was. I mean, that was this yeah, freaking spring. I want to say like April. Yeah, so, you know, don't come at me with, oh, it's over. You don't have to wear a mask right now. Nah. <laughs> Guess what? I don't have to, period. I'm skeptical. Yeah. I'm skeptical that they're not going to try it again. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, freaking. Remember this line, folks. If you're using a mask to prevent or to mitigate the spread of an illness, you're using it for a medical purpose. It becomes a medical device. And you can be exempt. Exactly. And no, thank you. It's also ineffective. Yeah. Keep that in mind. And potentially dangerous. <laughs> it gives you a horrible tan line. Yep. All right. Let's move on to some other stuff here. Some non-COVID stuff for a minute here. So uh, there, obviously the Roe v. Wade um, fallout continues. Now, here's one of the creepiest things. And we mentioned this in our last one. But yeah. that these companies just jumped on this so quickly to yeah. offer benefits like abortion travel as a benefit. Do they offer adoption travel? Now here, Yeah, exactly. Well, number one, and I'm interested in your opinion on this. I have I have one as well. But why do you think they're jumping into this fray? Why isn't it seen with the abortion being this hot button third rail issue that was political death like six minutes ago? Why don't they just stay in the sidelines? Why do they have to jump in? Well, seems like great personal risk to them. What's the risk? Because your people aren't going to quit over it, most likely, and it could save them a boatload of money in maternity pay. That was my. That's my dirty little secret on yeah. this is they're doing the math going, well. It's I mean, cheaper to fly you over to Minnesota. You're an example, right? Mm -hmm. How many kids have you had in the last five Four. years? Right? Sorry, dad. Have you ever been at work? <laughs> yes, in that, during that time. Yeah, my dad's like, no, he's racking up the. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, oh, when, when people have babies and they have like four kids in five years, yeah. you're not the office much. No. So if you're a 25-year-old, you know, female and you just got hired or birthing person birthing and person. you just got hired at a company, they're doing the math going, well, oh, she has three kids in the next five years. She's not going to be here much. We're here's gonna another a shit ton thing. Of benefits. Yeah, here's another thing that I have to touch on because this is a this is a fight that I've had with some liberal friends because they want to say that um, 
you know, us pro-lifers, we only care about the babies when they're in the womb. We only care about the mother when she's pregnant, blah, 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 right? Mm -hmm. And they think that um, maternity leave should be mandatory, that you can Not have Not only it. ma, but also pa. Yes, and that you can take it for up to a year and that your businesses should have, because there are other countries that do that, they'll pay you for a whole year. Now think about- Have you ever ran a business? person who says that thank you think about josh <laughs> okay and i've benefited from maternity leave okay so i i do have to like thankfully i have benefited from maternity leave mm -hmm. but think about what a cost that is on a business when when Huge. you're gone they literally still have that job that they need somebody to do so they're going to want to either get a temp in there or somebody has to do double duty or what yeah. they hire somebody for 3 months yeah so say they hire somebody else now they're paying you to sit on the sidelines and they're also paying this other thing so why wouldn't that just mean that they would not want to hire women right maybe they would just want to hire non-birthing people right like you know like elliot page yeah perfect perfect model employee now oh man will never get pregnant yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it unfortunately the, the and i don't think you're even allowed to ask no if someone's pregnant when you're when you're hi potentially hiring them no but you can't it has to factor that. in though because if like let's say there was a dude and a chick up for the same position, exact same qualifications, and yep. pass all the same personality tests, why wouldn't you pick the dude? The dude's probably not going to be gone. If you're only in the business mindset, right, right, and you're looking straight at profits and losses, and you want your balance sheet Which to budget out. Corporations, they're only, uh, ex you know, they're only beholden to their shareholders. Yeah. That's the only people they're beholden to, so they have to maximize I mean, unless profits. you're Twitter, and then you don't care. <laughs> right. Yeah, so I just thought this was creepy, though. Yeah. You know, and it's... JP Morgan Chase, Amazon, Tesla. Tesla. See, that's a weird one. Yeah. You know, I, th I didn't think figure Elon Musk for that, but you know, you just don't know. Well, Walt Disney. No, that doesn't. That doesn't, would have surprised me five years ago. Isn't but that doesn't, sick? Doesn't now. Isn't that sick that they're literally profiting off of people having babies? They want, you know, like you yeah. would think that they that family Cus customers. Yes, that's families their customers, should be like the biggest thing for Disney. They're not. Disney is not paying for, as far as I know, I haven't seen any headlines where Disney's saying, "Well, we're paying for abortions, but we're also paying for travel if you decide to adopt a baby." Right. Nobody's doing that. No, they just completely stuck their necks out there to virtue signal, and they just were bending over backwards to get in this fight, which yep. I do not understand. If I was a company, I would say, let's keep our powder dry. Yeah. Let's stay the hell out of this. Yeah. Because all you're going to do is piss off half the country. Yeah. Because people like us are like, screw these companies. And yeah. then the other people- Cancel Disney Plus. Other people obviously like it, but still you're taking a risk and you're alienating half of the public either way. Yeah. So why take a position when no one's asking you to? Yeah. I don't understand that, but- Obviously, you know, paying somebody, you know, a thousand bucks for an abortion is cheaper than having to be gone for three months, you know, four times in five years. Yeah. So it, economically, it, that that is my initial uh, guess as to why they're doing it. But yep. it's just kind of gross either way. Um, <clears throat> okay. Because they don't care about you. They care about their profits. Now, let's, now did you, 4th of July was just a couple days ago. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> there's some crazy Jeez. liberals going nutty. Michael Moore, so he, he vows to get, this is just hilarious to me. Michael Moore vows to give up privileges of U.S. citizenship in July 4th rant. So he agrees that it is a privilege to be a United States citizen. <laughs> right, but this is just another example. I don't understand these people. It's another example of idiots who are going, or all, all talk and not going to do anything. Yeah. Because, okay, give me the list of things you're going to give up, dude. You know, he... Does he say? No, he doesn't. He says... But stop short of detailing any specific freedoms he would forego in his rambling rant. I refuse to live in a country threatened by white supremacy, <laughs> and I'm not leaving, so we've got a problem. Basically, like, he's going to change it. Where is the... You guys, please send us some examples of white supremacy like that are that's, like, so rampant that it's America's number one threat, right? Yeah. Like, what the hell are these people talking about? And he's a white male, so yeah. I mean, I guess kill yourself. <laughs> I, just, I mean, what do you? Oh, move to Canada, just take yourself out of the yeah, equation. Where, wherever he goes, is just going to have another old white man there. Yeah, him. That's so, rich. You know, he's the yeah, a rich old white man. He's yeah. you know, he's the problem that he supposedly rails against. 
He should just so, give his whole fortune to the underprivileged. Yeah. What's stopping him from donating his and just living in a trailer park? Why, yeah. why wouldn't he do that? Why doesn't he just go buy a van and get a couple cats? And then we don't have to ever hear from him again. Mutated is the word. Yeah. Virus is mutate. <laughs> yes. I just remembered. <laughs> oh man. Okay. I've re- he says, I refuse to live in a country threatened by white supremacy. I'm not leaving. We've got a problem. He then stated he cannot, in good conscience, continue to receive the privileges of full citizenship. What a bullshit liar. Yes. Again, just go buy a freaking van and live down by the river if that's how you want to play it. <laughs> go for it. Now, I don't know if you saw this. This just made me laugh. Okay. Now, this is a local beauty place called Enlightened Beauty. I did not. So they posted this, and I'll let you read this because it's funny. Oh, I love it. Okay. Enlightened Beauty is in Fargo, North Dakota. This weekend, we're grateful for the beautiful, all-inclusive community we are building at Enlightened Beauty. We don't know what will happen, but whatever shit shows continue to go down, know that you are safe here with us. No judgments, no minimizing. This pain and discomfort in our nation is real. We will stand up for what we believe in. We believe in body autonomy. We believe in social justice. So for us, fuck the fourth. If you're using this weekend as an excuse to be with friends and light some shit on fire, sweet. Be safe and have fun. If you're using this weekend to be proud of this nation and what it stands for, as of late, we sincerely say we hope you educate yourself. And as always, have the day you deserve. Hashtag pro-choice. Hashtag pro-humanity. Hashtag be better. Wrong. What a freaking... Wow. Now, here's the picture that went with it. Oh, forced motherhood. Yep. And forced motherhood. Girls just want to have fun, demental human rights. That is kind of funny. I'll give them that. Yeah. And then the ones that got a rainbow skirt, of course, they had multicolored hair. Yep, and then the other thing has no bra on. (laughs) But, okay. Uh, There's just, like, so much to unwrap. I should hate that more. Yeah. And I I really hate the thing forced motherhood because (laughs) in in 99.9% nine percent of cases nobody forced you to have sex and uh, nobody forced you to not be safe about the sex that you were having and nobody forced you to not know anything about your body that you like only actually are able to get pregnant like three or four days a month so this is the same group of people that thinks we should just forgive student loans. Yeah. Right. Oh, and then meanwhile, absolutely. Meanwhile, the person that went and got a two-year welding degree and is making really good money. And he should pay for your student loans. Paid off his loans yeah. immediately or probably even got paid mm-hmm. to go to school because there's a demand for welders. And now he's making good money. And now he's supposed to cover your European basket weaving degree because that's not sellable in the marketplace as yeah. a viable financial option. Yeah. I mean, you know, but, but there is a whole contingent of the United States states that thinks that that's just fine <laughs> that oh but we, well, we can't expect these people to pay back their student loans that's oh my gosh. insane Ugh. so you know that's locally what's going on that just gives you a little bit so of a, people that didn't yeah i i just love that example too because that's people that chose not to go to like a four-year school yeah, right and that yep. show that made the, your pro-choice right they made the choice to go ahead and and educate themselves less than you and make more money than what you're making with your bullshit. When I was a full-time musician, you know, a poor, poor full-time musician for 13 years, guess what? I like had roommates, you know, didn't make crap and lived like it. Right. And then when I retired from that and decided to join the workforce, (laughs) I like literally said, okay, what can, what am I good at? Where do my skills overlap with a good paying career? And I went into it, which was a two year degree. And I knew I could make as much as actually more than my wife was making with a master's degree because she was in the social sciences. Right. Mm -hmm. So I chose that degree based on that, you know, and that, doesn't seem like it factors even factors in anymore. And you didn't ask anymore. your neighbor to pay for your school loans? <laughs> right, exactly. Jeez. Yeah. So it's just, you know, it's that mentality where they want school, they want everything just forgiven and they want to behave in the manner that they feel like behaving like without any consequences. Well, they're not living responsibly because what you did, what you're talking about is, hmm, okay, let's check out my skill set and let's see what pays. Right. Okay. That's a responsible, that's a, that's an aspect of responsible decision making. Right. Yeah. Or just like, you know, when you can't I, just, dis, can't just say, you know what I really like? I really like the ukulele. I think I'm going to go ahead and get a four-year degree on, on the history of the ukulele. Yeah. Okay. Or like at your family's 
you know, tire place. If you decided to carry only random weirdo sizes that most people don't have in their cars because you like those, yep. you wouldn't be very profitable. If we decided to go and get square tires, well, then too bad. We're going out of business. <laughs> baby break. That would be cool. Baby break. All right. Pause for the baby. And we're back. All right. So now move on, moving on to a couple other. Um, now, here's how wild things get. Here's how far they can they can just push this crap to the extreme. Now, this, if you can believe, even I can't even do the math on this barely, but it says, I'll just read the text. It says, the consequences of climate change can exacerbate the risk of sexual and gender-based violence, especially those facing intersecting forms of discrimination, including indigenous women and girls. I, I just cannot, I mean... Who is believing this shit? And see, this this is scary to me because th- they were. I just heard on the radio, Josh, that they were talking about climate change <laughs> being one of the reasons that we are seeing such bad, um, uh, what do you call it, illegal immigration? Right. Seriously. <laughs> because it's too hot in Honduras now. Yeah, like what? <laughs> Uh, yeah, see, the, the problem is it's just pure manipulation at this point. And climate change is going to be the next big push. And that's where they have to convince you that, you know, $6 a, g- a gallon gas is g- a good thing. Yeah. Because then it pushes society towards green fuels. Mm. Yeah, that awesome, we can't, dude. That we have already screwed ourselves over because our energy grid can't keep up since we shut down all of our, <laughs> our coal and fossil fuel exactly, stations. Exactly. It's just... So ridiculous, but you know it's go out and buy an electric car that you might not be able to charge that you that you can't even afford. Yeah, and you already have a working car. Yep, that when gas is two dollars a gallon was just fine. Yeah, you know. So I wish they would just let the free market handle these things, but of course they cannot. They just have to butt in and well, everything's working exactly as they want it to. Well, and they have everything has to be with a a the engine behind it is all social justice. It's not. It's not thriving economically or healthy economy. It's all we must right the social wrongs that have yeah. occurred, and that takes precedence above all else. Yeah. Not understanding the simple fact that when people do well economically, a lot of these injustices cure themselves. Yeah, you know, nothing's. If somebody's doing pretty well economically, they don't have a lot to complain about. No. Or they shouldn't, anyways. And I bet they feel a lot more generous to help out people that are in need. And if you are a person who, you know, is looking to get a job or start a business and yet set up an environment in your country that makes that more likely to happen or incentivizes the creation of, you know, investments in businesses rather than shutting it down and scaring everyone. I mean, would you want to open an oil well right now? Yeah. Probably not. I mean, you know, Biden's sitting there talking about, we're shutting this down and we're getting away from this and getting away from that. And they're sitting in their boardrooms going, uh, maybe we probably shouldn't invest in a bunch of oil new exploration and new equipment whatever. and hiring yep. a bunch of people when he's going to be shutting us down five, 10 years down the road yep. or quicker. In California, they're literally saying, you know, no internal combustion engines in the next five years or whatever. And yeah. you, you can't even buy a gas lawnmower, I don't think. I don't know. In California. That's I mean, it's crazy out there. So, you know, you got this. Australian lady trying to tie climate change to gender-based violence. And that way, it's just another way to shame you if you are driving your gas-guzzling car and you're not willing to buy an electric car, then you're contributing to gender-based violence. I I mean, they they tie this crap together. It's insane. Yeah. Insane. Now, here's another example of a, a leftist lunatic. Now, the show Friends, right? Came out in 94, went yeah. for 10 years or whatever. She's pit, uh, has to apologize now because all the main characters were white. So like 30 <laughs> years later, 30 <laughs> years later, we have to... It, nobody cared. Yeah, this story is Friends creator pledges $4 million to atone for lack of black leads on this series. Well, that solves it. Who went to her with this idea? Like, was this her? Own, was this an idea of her own making? It's just pure liberal white guilt here. You know what I mean? So like, Friends co-creator Marta Kaufman is planning to atone for her crime of not having enough diversity on the hit NBC comedy series, she told the Los Angeles Times. I've learned a lot in the last 20 years, Kaufman said. Admitting and accepting guilt is not easy. It's painful looking at yourself in the mirror. I'm embarrassed that I didn't know better 25 years ago. Um, you cast a, a cast of six people and Here's what I'm wondering. the show did awesome. Where's the crime? How many black actors 
applied for the jobs. Well, How many black... No, seriously, let's think about it. How many black actors were turned down? Because maybe none. Well, but now none of them would even be allowed to be white. Oh, my that's, gosh. That's the hilarious part. But I, see, the thing is, I don't care. I mean, remember uh, back in the 90s, there was kind of a, a couple networks that kind of catered to the urban crowd. Yeah. You know, and they would do like... Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and then they had like the... Yeah, just, you know, what I can't remember all the shows, because guess what? It didn't appeal to me that much. Yeah. That wasn't my scene, you know? I was watching Friends where everyone's white. Yeah. Because that's what I just... <laughs> I only watch shows with white people only. Oh, man. <sighs> yeah, but how silly is this, though? And I don't care. I don't give a crap if Martin... Martin... Yeah. Uh, all black people. <laughs> Great. 227. You know, good times, whatever. Yeah. Does anyone care if Good Times is about a black family? Oh, how dare they all be black? Or that all the white characters on those shows were like a bunch of honky, like, idiots? Cosby Show. Seriously. Cosby Show, all black. And look what happened there. (laughs) (laughs) Bill Cosby. I loved the Cosby Show. Bill Cosby, all-American, good person. Jello jigglers. (laughs) I just can't. So this is just so freaking silly. So she's going to... Donate $4 million in reparations, I guess, and that's going to solve it so she can sleep at night in her mansion. Uh, it's just so, it's so freaking silly. All right, let's look at this. But she also said, go back one second, because this is so weird that she, she says, I would have been insane not to hire those actors. What can I say? I wish Lisa was black. <laughs> she, yeah, she's saying the people that, that she auditioned were awesome, and she cast them. Yes. Why would you not? So why feel bad over it? She took the best people for the roles. Oh my gosh. And you know what? Sometimes groups of friends happen to all be the same race. So what? And sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're all black. Sometimes Mexicans all hang out together. Sometimes all Asians. Sometimes it's a mix. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. It doesn't matter. No. It's just so silly that that's even a thing. Excuse you. All right. Now let's look at this. Now this is hilarious. Libs of TikTok brought this up. Queer-owned business shut down by employees for not being woke enough. Wow. So it's not enough that you're queer-owned. You know, that that just doesn't cut it because you can never be woke enough. It's They have to out-woke each other. Yeah. You know, no matter if you're 100, you have to be 110. If you're 110, you got to be 120 on the wokeness scale. Um, <clears throat> so <clears throat> it's closed its doors. This cafe in Philadelphia, Mina's World. Um, that prided itself on being queer-owned has officially closed its doors after a woke employee revolt. The cafe was owned by Kate Eggart and Sonam Parikh, two queer activists who started Mina's in an effort to create an inclusive coffee shop. <laughs> I mean, they're even just... That would already annoy me. Yeah, just that, the fact I mean, that that's their goal. Ugh. You know, that... But that wasn't Can't good Can't we enough. just have a good coffee shop? Right. However, their employees claimed Eggart and Parikh are anti-black and gentrifiers. <laughs> Which I didn't know what that was, so I read ahead. Gentrifier is a woke term used to describe those who purposely contribute to the displacement of low-income families. What? So because they chose the the spot they chose, you know, maybe helped displace, uh, you know, maybe it was a low-income housing area, and now it's turning over and people are remodeling and it's improving, which normally would be seen as a good thing. Yeah. But- if you participate in that, that's gentrification, and it must be stopped. So, what you're saying is, how you're explaining it is, if you if you contribute to making a neighborhood better, <laughs> yeah. right? Huh. Because then the property values go up, and then people can't, the low income families can't afford to live there anymore. So maybe the problem is property taxes, well, not people fixing up their freaking homes. It's just the nature of the beast. You, I mean, we used to get. You know, I had a bunch of rentals, and we would get in trouble because we buy houses up by NDSU, hundred-year-old houses, right? And a lot of times, the owners would sell to us because the cost of remodeling the house was going to be too much. Yeah. Right, and they aren't in good shape, so they pretty much only work as a rental. Yeah. You know, it doesn't work as a family, a single-family house. Yeah. Because it would take too much remodeling. But guess what? College kids are willing to live in squalor. Yeah, they don't care. So, you know, for the the price that they're willing to sell it to a landlord for is the only price that works for everybody and it becomes a a rental house, sorry. And there's demand for rentals there. That's just how it works out. Yeah. Now, I understand if you bought the house in 1965 and every house used to be a single family house on your block, now they're all rentals. That sucks. Yeah. 
I don't know what to tell you, though. Yeah. You know, that's just how the cookie crumbles. I mean, if you don't like your neighborhood, you pretty much have to move. Yeah. I mean, sadly, that's just how it works. But there's no way to stop that. No. You know, if there's if it's zoned for that use, then you can do it. So, you know, this is just yelling at clouds, in my opinion, is just silly. Um, so they also claim that white ownership neglected to protect their black and trans employees. I knew there needed to be a space where he could have an amazingly made cup of coffee that's not whitewashed. So you can't even be white inside of a space anymore? I don't even get it. Like, what should they have done to make black people feel better? You know what? You can't paint your face black. That this, doesn't make them feel better, Josh. This is don't how do people, that. This is how people turn conservative, by the way. Yeah. Because I guarantee these... Uh, I don't know if they're lesbians or, yeah, Kate. Yeah, so they're probably two lesbians, whatever. They, uh, they're probably two new lesbian conservatives. Yeah. Because this happens, you're like, uh, okay, I thought I was doing everything right. Um, screw this. Yeah. This is bullshit. This doesn't make any sense anymore. All right, let's move on to a couple other wacky things here. So I don't know if you saw this story. Um, school board director yes, Jen yes, Mason to teach sexual pleasure class to nine-year-olds oh yeah. yay absolutely of course, disgusting washington state school board director who owns a sex shop because that's who should direct a school board <laughs> is the owner of a sex shop is making headlines after announcing she will teach sex education for young children on topics such as sexual anatomy for pleasure and safer sex practices for all kinds of sexual activities why is anyone allowing uh, nine-year-old children to be instructed on sex practices well and just some of the language here is very telling it says we focus on what makes healthy versus unhealthy friendships and romantic relationships the science of how puberty works well i'm sure that science includes gender affirmation yeah they don't understand science it's got yeah it's got to include gender affirmation or it wouldn't be science yeah in, in their minds and discussing why people may or may not choose to engage in sexual activities Okay, and then uh, it says... The, okay, the sex shop is called Wink Wink. <laughs> right. How creepy is that? That you're going to send your kid to a sex class at a place called Wink Wink? Right. No. Right. You know, okay, now here's the, some more language that's kind of interesting. It says, um, class topics include what is sex, kinds of solo and partnered sexual activities, sexual anatomy for pleasure and reproduction, gender and sexual identities. So I see that. I'm sure that's fraught with danger there you guys this is second and third graders <laughs> nine-year-olds safe, safer sex practices for all kinds of sexual activities among others <sighs> yes very. this woman should be in prison <laughs> this is not some oh my gosh like i can't I, i'm not gonna uh, i'm not gonna back down on stuff like that <laughs> this lady should be locked up this is what and you know obviously in on in washington state they've progressed further down the progressive agenda than we have here but this is the direction we're headed. So, you know, just keep in mind. Be aware that if somebody from a place called Wink Wink wants to teach a class to your kid, maybe you should <laughs> second guess whether or not you think that's a good idea. Exactly. Now, speaking of the left coast, this just made me freaking laugh. Okay. Gavin Newsom started running some ads in Florida, yeah. urging Floridians <laughs> to leave the state. How freaking funny is that? They all. <laughs> How funny is it's that? It's like all of his people that flocked there. They were like, right. we got to get away from this guy. Now he's popping up on their TV again. I saw a meme that said <laughs> Gavin Newsom was named U-Haul Salesman of the Year. Yeah, no shit. Because everyone <laughs> rented U-Hauls to get the hell out of California. So he launched a, launched a Golden State ground attack, releasing an ad urging Sunshine State residents fed up with Republican Governor Ron DeSantis to pack their flip-flops and head west. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, I understand this is just him testing the waters for a presidential run. That's yeah. all it is. Well, and he wants to see if he's getting laughed at, if he'll get laughed at and laughed out of the room, and that's what's happening. Yeah. Um, it's a 30-second spot. Doesn't mention DeSantis by name. Newsom takes aim at several of Florida's conservative signature legislative accomplishments. It's Independence Day, Newsom mm -hmm. tells the camera while clad in a white dress shirt, standing in a lushly landscaped backyard. So let's talk about what's going on in America. The ad then cuts to an ominously distorted image of DeSantis um, and former President Trump, of course. Um, let's see. Gosh, he just looks like a then, snaky scumbag. And then he, cra of course, craps on the critical race theory decision they did. And then the uh, don't say gay bill yep. in quotes, all the other things we think are good. Yep. And he craps on it. But guess what? The people that wanted to leave California for Florida that don't agree with you, Newsom, already left. Yeah. And the people 
if they people believed that California was better than Florida, they would. He's trying to, yeah, yeah. he's trying to flip flop. I is guarantee that the people here. that didn't like, if there were people in Florida that didn't like what DeSantis was doing, they're already gone. Exactly. They're not sticking around. Now this is freaking hilarious. Okay, I, this sentence right here. I urge all of you living in Florida to join the fight, Newsom states, or join us in California where we still believe in freedom. What a joke! He shut their freaking businesses down for an entire year. Yeah, did you believe in freedom? It was freedom? okay to put up a tent in your parking lot to serve people out of, but to have them inside your actual restaurant was not okay. Was it freedom when you were filling skate parks with sand? Was it freedom when you were arrested a freaking paddleboarder? Yeah. Was it freedom when you kept schools closed longer than any other state in the oh nation? Gosh. Was that freedom? When you was that had- freedom when you shut down how many small businesses you wouldn't let them operate, even though people were perfectly willing to go to work and willing to go to those restaurants, you would not let them operate? It was That's free for freedom. him because he had his mask off in the Chinese laundry or French, whatever. French laundry. French yeah. laundry. <laughs> yeah. And now, I noticed he took it in front of a lush landscaped uh, garden or whatever. Yeah. Now, you know, and not in front of one of the, one of the many homeless camps that, oh, that's beautiful. that they will not crack down on that I'm showing here on the screen. Yep. This kind of crap litters boulevards throughout the entire state. That's what's going on. And this is from, you know, 2020. This is yeah. from two years ago that's now. Beautiful. And it's only gotten worse. So, oh my God, it's just so enraging. Now, now here's another just to prove oh, how much freedom. California sucks. Yeah, they here's, outlawed straws and Happy Meals in California. Here's a graphic. It says overall freedom ranking. Top five states. Number one, New Hampshire. Number two, Florida. Bottom five states. Number 48, California. Yeah. So, you know, really, Newsom? I mean, just the balls yeah. that he can that he can just say this crap with a straight face is insane to me. Um, good luck, Newsom. Good luck. Now here's uh here's DeSantis being being awesome. Now he says, under our new law, never again will Florida families be denied the right to visit a loved one in the hospital. Now, unlike uh, Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day, unlike Michael Moore, unlike Pink, unlike all these idiots that claim to make big statements and then never take action, DeSantis is actually getting shit done over here. Yeah. I mean, he's just passed a law that now you're not going to be kept away from seeing you know, you know your family in the hospital that you'll have an advocate there when you're unconscious exactly no yeah. let's, let's just listen to this real quick here the bill that we're going to sign today is called the no patient left alone act and it increases patient protections and ensures florida families have a fundamental right to visit their loved ones receiving care in florida hospitals hospices and long-term care facilities the bill bans uh, facilities from requiring visitors to show proof of covid vaccination also how awesome is that wow i mean DeSantis getting shit done. Yep. And that was one of the main, I mean, how many freaking families had to call their loved one via FaceTime so they yeah. could say goodbye as they were dying? I can't imagine. And they weren't allowed to be in the freaking room with them? I cannot even Screw imagine. you, governors who didn't freaking allow that. Now, but he's actually putting his money where his mouth is and getting shit done. And that yeah. I just respect the hell out of that, yeah. that he's willing to do that. And I wish more governors would take a bold lead like he's done. I mean, you can name him on one hand. It's like him and Gnome. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. You know, not many are, are and he's by far the leader. Oh, I mean, he absolutely. He puts Gnome to shame even as far as what, the things that he's pushed through. Well, she even like voted <clears throat> with that transgender thing. Like she, yeah. she voted for, she was like, yeah, well, everyone has rights here in South Dakota. It's like, yeah. Well, except she for took women, kind of I a guess. libertarian stance. I can kind of, I can see her point. It's almost like she just didn't want to take a stand on it she want to stay out I of it I shouldn't the, crap on her because yeah. that's literally the only bad thing that I and, and it was more of a libertarian stance she did. it yeah. was more of like I just want She's, to stay out of it I'm yeah, not going to she me- said that this isn't a place for the government yeah I'm not going to tell businesses I, and if I step in when I something I don't like then I can't really step in when it's something I do you yeah. know so she was just keep staying consistent as far as staying out of business's business yeah. so I, I I see her point even though I just I don't like the results of that now let's get to one other thing which is freaking hilarious did you see Ilan Omar got booed? No, at but a it Somali, makes me happy. At a Somali music event, okay. Um, <clears throat> she was booed at a mostly Somali, by a mostly Somali crowd at a concert in, in her home state over the weekend, according to viral videos on social media. The incident took place at Somali singer Soldan Sarer's concert at the Target Center. The concert came during Somali Week, an annual event that this year marks the 62nd anniversary of independence in Somalia. Yeah. 
she went up on stage to present an award to the singer who was performing for the first time in the U.S. Ilan Omar got booed on stage, and then it's got the people in the crowd chanted, "Get out!" and shouted, "Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna, I don't know if says that's two and a half minutes. So oh, look, she doesn't know what they're saying yet. And the guy's trying to calm her down, calm the crowd down. So like, please, please. Okay. Thumbs a bunch of thumbs down. Ooh, she started talking. They just started booing their asses off. Yeah. They're all giving thumbs down, booing. That's fucking hilarious. On behalf of Aphrodite. Oh, good. <laughs> Every time she tries to start a sentence, they start booing incessantly. Okay, 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 okay. We don't have all that. She's trying That's to play it off awesome. like they're like, like okay, doing okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. <laughs> good for you. When really they're like, we like, don't ever want to see like, you again. Get lost, bitch. Yeah. That's very encouraging though, because as far as I understood, I thought she was beloved. Yeah. Well, especially amongst the Somali community, which is high in Minneapolis. Oh, it's it's crazy. That, yeah. You know, the how the demographics have changed. I mean, filling up a Target Center with the Somali the guy who's never performed in the United States before. Yeah. That's that's some pretty crazy demographic yeah. shifts there, and I mean. In her district, I don't think you can really speak English. Yeah. Like, if you go in there, like, I don't think in the stores and everywhere else, and just because they all have kind of congregated in that area. Yeah. And that's the only reason she was able to get elected. Yeah. Was because it's almost exclusively Somalians. But isn't that surprising that it was a woman <clears throat> that, got, that got in? Yeah. I mean, considering they, you know, I don't know what they do over there, but they're typically not pro women. Not very free yeah. with women. But maybe the. The argument is the ones that made it to America are, yeah, you know, more pro woman than than the ones that stayed. Let's get to one more thing before we end here. So now I'm, we teased this in the beginning. It said uh, about the ill-defined and unknown causes reaching the top of this death list, death, cause of death list. So this is uh, from Alberta, Canada. So the top ten causes of death in 2021. Number one is ill-defined and unknown causes. In one of the most <laughs> highly vaccinated areas of the world, right? right? Because if you were, if you were in there, you better be vaccinated. Otherwise, you can't leave your house. <laughs> yeah. Look at they were arresting freaking pastors. Yeah. In Canada. Yep. And oh, she's got one. So this is gonna, this is going to be interesting. How they try to spin this as this increases uh, in the coming months and years. Um, it's well, the thing is, I mean, everybody died of heart problems pr- before, so they just kind of lump it in with heart problems. If you die of myocarditis or something, it's probably just going to get lumped in with heart failure or something. So they're going to find a way to spin the results where you know, they can easily um, cover this up. But this is pretty interesting stuff. Yeah. Unknown causes. A lot of sads. A lot of yeah. sads going around. Yeah, and it is sad. It is sad. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up there. So make sure you send emails to that at gmail.com. If you have any questions, um, send them there. Make sure you watch us on Rumble. You got to see all these visuals. You got to see Ilana Marketing booed off the stage. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Make sure you listen anywhere audio podcasts are found Apple, Spotify, Google, etc. Support the show at letparents.com or let the parents decide that.org. Is it.org? Cool. Yeah. Stay strong. Keep fighting. <laughs> I don't know why that just sounded weird to me. We've only that said it 31 weird. times <laughs> now. <laughs> There's something that struck me as weird. Mutate. Mutating. Mutated. Viruses mutate. That's what they do. Sorry for all the... Uh, I know people were screaming and when they were listening yeah. to that. It's mutate, you idiots. All right. Stay strong. Keep fighting. We will see you next time. Let's go, Brandon. Come on, man. <laughs>